0: Well, Maureen, here we are again. Yeah, here we are again. We start, the, we start this podcast in the same way, <laughs> which is just me saying, here we are again.
1: Well, it's, which is factually correct.
0: Yeah, it is. And uh, in case you're wondering where here is, we're in my flat this time, so we're on a different sofa.
1: Well, it's the same sofa that you had before, isn't it?
0: Yeah, but it is not the sofa that was on last podcast, <laughs> which is your sofa.
1: This is how interesting our podcasts are, Sue. We've got Susie Raffle here today. Hello. Susie, yeah. I mean, feign interest. I'm not, not going to lie to you. Susie's doing this
0: under duress. She didn't really she want to do it. She absolutely doesn't want to do it. She came around I for do. a cup of tea. I do, I do. I'm here. And I'm here. I'm willing. I'm eager. You're killing time until you meet your girlfriend.
1: So no It's not <laughs>
0: true. was like, can I just stick around until like about five, and then I'll go and meet Tony at six. I was like, yeah, fine, but we're doing a podcast. And she was like, ah, oh, gutted. So that's why Susie's here. Um, And Maureen is here because, well, because i was. just, I can't do it without you, Maureen. Well, you could, but it wouldn't be the same, would it? It wouldn't, it wouldn't, because otherwise no one's laughing. (laughs) There we go. That is laughter number one, folks. Um, Anyway, it's been a few weeks since we did the last one. It's been about a month. Well, whatever. We've been been so busy. We've been very busy. And in in the interim, um, we've been to Vienna, Maureen.
1: We went to Vienna for my birthday, my 38th (coughs) birthday. 38th
0: birthday, Flipping it. (laughs) You. When are you going to be thirty nine? Um, probably about four or five years time. Four or five years. Yeah. Okay. So, I, and it was my 39th birthday. So you well, are now technically older than me. I'm now older than you, <laughs> Maureen, which is incredible. So we've in 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 the in the break. I I've had my 39th, and Maureen's had her thirteenth, thirty eighth birthday. <laughs> and uh that exaggeration and ruffle you had your birthday as well didn't you i did i was 28 28 look yeah, at just that got off, susie. can you hear that youth in the voice yeah springing her step
1: yeah she's not as bitter as us too, yeah, is she not yet not yet
0: but by the end of this podcast <laughs> I might oh, just be. if i can offer the gift of bitterness <laughs> i will so uh ruffle's been here for a good few hours haven't you susie what have you been up
1: to? Has it been exciting? Well, I'm
0: moving into this flat.
1: Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Now,
0: look, that's, that's interesting true. for literally no one other than Susie and myself. <laughs> um, I, don't, I thought it looked a bit empty. Yeah, well, well done, Maureen. We're packing up. <laughs> because, um, yeah, Chloe and I are leaving this property to another property, and Susie's moving in with her property, which is another word for her girlfriend. Um, I don't call her property. She you don't. It. Oh, she doesn't. Oh, she doesn't like it. Oh, no. I didn't know that. Uh, so, yeah, that's what's happening. So actually, this sofa might well be yours. I really want this sofa. You do, don't you? But we've got to take it with us. It's 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 complicated, but Susie can't get a sofa into the hallway. and The hallway's too small.
1: Text in, guys. Do you know Text that is a problem. Five, five, five. They are making sofas too big and the house is too small. I had a massive problem. I just take a sofa back. I tell you what, guys. <laughs> let's save this conversation <laughs> for another day. Not um, when it's not being recorded. When it's not being recorded. Uh-oh. Uh, ninjas, ninjas on the coffee house. Susie's
0: home. attacked, uh, uh, Susie hasn't attacked Ninja, the other way around. Uh, so ninja's that's a cat. Can we just <laughs> listen? Our loyal listeners know who all, Ninja all is.
1: three of them. I all... think Lucy Pierce is the main Lucy one. Lucy
0: Pierce is our main listener. She's the only one that goes, When are you doing a podcast? Yeah,
1: no one else asks. No one else they?
0: cares. Look, we're three minutes in, and I don't care. Um. <laughs> So anyway... We, went we were in Vienna. So for, for any people who are looking for a weekend away, I can highly recommend you go to Vienna. It was an incredible uh, few days. It's a great city. Cold. It was cold. It was very cold, but we were in going in winter. <laughs> so that that's always an indicator. Check out the seasons before you head out. Um, what was your
1: favourite part of Vienna what did you like the most I loved
0: all of it I went to see lots of things I really enjoyed the museum with that what's her name woman and I had a lovely time looking at the other museum and that other one that we went to see you'd make Overs a great boat. tour guide <laughs> the Leopold Museum I really enjoyed ok yep and the, the modern art museum listen just go it's great fun what do you any thoughts Susie on Vienna have you yeah. been to Vienna never been there we go uh,
1: good place to go for a romantic weekend
0: are you two free what for a romantic weekend <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen, I've already spent my romantic weekend with Maureen.
1: I did have to. I did send your birthday card lots of hearts on it, didn't I? Bad yeah. mistake. Red hearts. I got a birthday
0: card from Maureen and I opened it up and it was covered in hearts. <laughs> and I thought, Oi, oi, someone's turned.
1: But uh, no, it was just my glasses. I could. They looked like. I had my distance glasses on when I bought them. Yeah, so they looked like red circles. Yeah, well, this happens when you get to thirty-eight, Maureen. Yeah, you yeah, your eyesight starts going.
0: On. Um, now I, I wrote down a list of things we're supposed to talk about.
1: You left a list on the table. The list table. is over
0: there, so that's useful.
1: But films, films. Um... No, we're not on films yet. Oh, we haven't finished Vienna. All okay. oh, right, okay. All right, bossy. Uh, what, 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 what do I want to talk about? Well, well you
0: you had your old birthday celebrations yes. right there, and, and two birthday celebrations. Yeah. And uh, and did you want to add anything? No, not really. Okay, good. <laughs> so. <laughs> Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's interview Ruffle. I think we should. For those of you who don't know who Susie Ruffle is, Susie is um, a fabulous stand-up comedian and uh, and who recently uh, did a preview for her brand new show called Uh, Social Chameleon. Social Chameleon at the Leicester Comedy Festival. How did that go, Susie? Yeah, it was really fun. Really
2: nice down at the Crumbling Cookie in Leicester. Just an hour of me working out a show that should be ready in about five months.
1: That's Is, handy, isn't Isn't it? it
0: fun doing previews? Isn't it? Isn't it? Like, when you've got a load of material and you just think, this may not work. What a laugh, eh? What a laugh when you get to do it for the first time. Yeah, it's petr- petrifying. But I did, but I actually enjoyed it, surprisingly enough, so it was good. Well, I've seen it. I've seen bits of it and it's brilliant. I, I think it's your best yet. Well hopefully by edinburgh critics will agree oh so the critics who are they they're nobodies they're all nobodies i've got i mean i've i've got slightly more pressure on me why because my show's got to be ready by the uh end of the week <laughs> <laughs> yes, by march because i'm taking it to melbourne it's hilarious isn't it when you think oh i've got so this has got to be done I mean, there's nothing like a deadline to make you literally just Shit fill your pants do you think it'd
1: be ready? How did it go Lester? Leicester? Because you
0: did it. Well, it was good. It was good. I had fun. I mean, some of it, some of it worked and some of it didn't. And some of it I hadn't learned. So I'm not entirely sure if it works <laughs> or not. Um, but uh, it was good. You know, uh, I, listen, I don't want to, I, I sold out. I don't, That does. I mean, that is oversold, didn't you? I oversold. Oh, I think you mean you sold out as a person. Like yeah. you started doing oh, really racist Oh, years material. ago. <laughs> oh, years ago. All that hack stuff. <laughs> Broke back mountain, Maureen. <laughs> Sorry, that was an in-joke. Um. Anyway, so yes, that that was it was fine. And uh, what about you? You've got yours on Saturday. I've got mine on plug Saturday. It, plug, plug it. Plug it, yes.
1: Uh, you, are you going to have it up by Saturday? Not, Not a no, chance Charles, in hell. No. Not <laughs> a chance in hell. There's no way this will be up before Monday. Well, just in case uh, if you can time travel, it's uh, Saturday at 9.30 at The Looking Glass. At The Looking Glass, brilliant. In it's the called The Outsider account. and it's about how I've managed to become... The UK's only London Scottish, Austrian German speaking black lesbian, despite being white, straight, and British.
0: I know, it's an incredible feat. Um, um, it's quite a niche. <laughs> it's quite <a> niche. <laughs> Not as in the uh, a philosopher, but as in.
1: Which um, is <laughs> well, Nietzsche. But yeah, I was about to
0: say. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, niche Nietzsche is the same yeah, thing, yeah, right? Yeah. Am I right, guys? No. Hey? no. Okay, good, thanks. <laughs> Uh, so, yes, that's great. So I'm looking forward to that one. I haven't sold out yet. You haven't sold out? Oh, so you So, listen, it's time. Saturday night. You're going to sell out. Leicester, Saturday night. What goes on in Leicester on a Saturday night? I don't know. Maureen we'll get, show. Maureen's show. Maureen's Maureen show, 9.30. That's what happens. And I'm only talking
1: about myself for an hour, which is quite, I've quite seen the, short for me. I've seen the show. It's great. Good show. You helped me. You gave me a few pointers, didn't I you? I did.
0: I gave you more than one. <laughs> which is the plural of pointer. Um. Uh, and uh, so... Uh, Ruffle, you're moving to North London. I'm moving to North London, this is a fact. And uh, what else is new? What's going on for me at the moment, work-wise?
1: Oh, aren't you supporting Alan Carr? Oh yeah, my
0: God, you're supporting Alan Carr at the moment. Let's talk about
1: that. How can we not talk about that? It's like, oh, so is there anything going on, Susie? So are you Uh, you doing like his uh, UK tour or something?
2: I'm doing his warm-up tour at the moment. He's currently working on a new show, which is brilliant and uh, we're going around to these tiny little theatres that are 150-seaters all over the country. We went to, like, five up north in North Yorkshire this weekend. Well, weekend just gone. And, um, yeah, I go on and do about 25 minutes and just warm them up, and it's just been an enormous pleasure. It's been lovely.
1: Because sometimes it can be difficult being support, because they're like, who's this person? We haven't paid to see you. Yeah,
2: I do a lot of support. That's sort of where my... A lot of my work has come from, um, and certainly, so I've, I've sort of learned a lot on on the road to supporting people. I've done Kevin Bridges and Josh Woodicom. Lo- I've done lots and lots and lots of dates with Josh Whitcomb. I think nearly a hundred, and um, now I'm doing some with Alan. And it is, yeah, they are always. There is an element of, oh, when are we going to watch the person that's on telly that we're all here for? <laughs>
1: yeah, so it can be difficult. It can it? be
2: tricky, but I think that. um you know, Alan sort of goes on first and says some very nice things about me and oh, Josh does the same. That helps. Um, over the, he he do like a, um, an offstage mic thing where they sort of big me up before I go on. But I think that's the thing. I think like people are going out to have a good time. It's, it's, it's a slightly different thing to playing a club because I think that, when you go to these tour dates, that's people's sort of one night out of the mm-hmm. week, maybe. Especially if you go to sort of places that might not have a local comedy club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they are willing to have a good time. But I find the first five minutes hard and the f- last five minutes hard. Okay. And that bit in between is really fun. Why is the last five minutes hard, do you think? Because I think by that stage, they're going, okay, now we really want to see Alan Carr. Okay, <laughs> right. Which is yeah, fair you, enough, yeah, because yeah, if yeah, I that's paid what to they... see Alan Carr... I'd, I'd seen her watch Alan and watch me. And
1: they don't they don't get, they don't know that there's a support act generally. They're
0: it's always build they? like plus support, but they never know your name, they don't know who you are. Oh yeah, when I, I supported Francesca uh, Martinez and literally was the, I was billed as the support and every time I went on I was like, you've no idea who I am or why I'm here. And they were like, <laughs> no, and I was like, well, don't worry about it, you haven't paid extra, I'm just here, this is a freebie, deal with it. Um, but it is hard to be a support act because you, you aren't the person that they want to go that
1: they paid money to see. They don't
0: you. want to see you. So you, you have to you have to you know you have to take that into account when you're dealing with their response, mm. I think.
2: And I also think it's it's a different job. It's not about you going on and like whilst it's really nice if you have like a storm or of a gig and it's fantastic, but you know, my role in that is similar to a compare, is where you sort of put your ego at the door. Oh and yeah. Go, okay, and now make... my my role here is just to sort of warm the room up, make sure everyone's like make it up easier for, it for Alan. Basically, make well, make it easier for people that are coming on and like doing a sh- so they haven't got to do a show cold, mm. especially like Alan. Like he's got like some fantastic material, but he's not been on the road for a little while, so he's just got of little it in. And... Yeah, exactly, and it's it's going to be oh, it's going to be so good. It's really fun already.
1: So how long is that? How, long, how many tour dates have you Quite
2: um, a few. I've done six and I've got another oh, 11. Months. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then I go on a, a sort of nearly, I think, 35-day tour with Josh.
1: Wow. Because if you're really, really lucky, you might actually get to support Jen Brister at some point. Oh. Susie's <laughs> oh, so well, so your been, ambition.
0: Susie's been waiting for that <laughs> offer for a long time. She's like, if I can support you, Jen, on a, on a 20-seater tour... <laughs> um around the country around like bus shelters and we've <laughs> toured
1: together i don't know
0: why you're pretending we haven't toured together yeah i was we in the audience all, me you and zoe Lyons. yeah toured we did together. we did a little tour we did a little tour that was a few years ago now it was wasn't it and um i was very new you were new i was i was not that new um <laughs> oh some would say some might old, say old. I, don't like Ooh, <laughs> I don't like to talk about that i don't like to bring it up um uh, and and I'm supporting Kerry Godliman. Oh wow! I mean,
1: literally. <laughs> Can I just say I'm not supporting anybody due to popular demand. I'm not supporting <laughs> yet,
0: anyone or, yet. Yes, um, I'm supporting on um, Kerry on a. If you don't know who Kerry Godliman is, go and look her up because she she's, is fantastic. She's absolutely do you know I've
1: never seen her live brilliant. no way
0: oh, brilliant she's you know what it's like
1: women never tend to gig with other women do yeah they? she's so. so brilliant she's fantastic
0: she really is great and uh, it, you might have seen her on telly she's also, she did live at
1: the Apollo didn't she she did live
0: at the Apollo but she's a brilliant actress and she's she's in um, uh, Ricky Gervais' Derek she plays Hannah in that and uh, she's brilliant in that. She's the best thing in that, really. Yeah, she's coming to a town near you. So, hundred percent go. Hundred percent go if you get a chance, because she's absolutely fantastic. So, um, don't miss out on that. What's uh, what's what, what's where are you, at, Maureen? You're always all over the place. Where are
1: you off to? Um, well, I'm doing Berlin in April. I've got to, I'm doing an English show, and then I'm performing at their main German comedy night. It was back the only German comedy club really in Berlin. So I'm doing that in German. Wow. How much do you have to change your material? You have to change a bit because, you know, we talk about sex a lot in Britain because we're repressed, and they're not. So, like, I've got a joke where I see a bloke naked where we laugh in Britain whereas in Germany they'll just go, so you saw a man naked, but what is the joke? And you're like, oh, don't worry about it. (laughs) and if you're too, too self-deprecating, which British people are as a rule, mm. Germans just look at you and go, oh my goodness, you need to see a, a therapist. And you're like, no. it's." I feel, just, so, sorry I feel so sorry for you. I feel so sorry for you. Yeah, what is it's always being down on yourselves. I didn't realise it was hello, hello. But... <laughs> <laughs> hello, because that accent isn't my... <laughs> that. But, um, and they're not used to they're not used to banter, and you can't be too cruel to them because they're not—they're not used to that. But they're very nice. Other than that, nice it's audience. a bloody dream
0: gigging Do you in Germany. Find
1: <laughs>
2: that I did—I did a gig in Norway, mm. and I found that rather than laughing, they sometimes clap.
1: No, I never got. A, <laughs> I
2: never got that. Well, it, 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 it baffled me, but they were just like. Mm. But I know and they when I was Swe- of applause. when I was
1: in Sweden, I—I didn't—I didn't think I did that well, and then this guy came out and said, "Oh, that was really." I think there are different reactions Yeah,
0: people. I think Scandinavian audiences I've heard are, are a little bit quieter and, and are more appreciative but not necessarily like volume-wise. Do you do comedy in... What else do you speak like, fluently enough?
1: Speak? I, speak, I, I do speak fluent French but I've never tried to gig in French because I don't... I, I mean, whereas I love speaking German, I don't, particularly, I, mean, I don't particularly enjoy speaking French. I mean, I can speak it but I don't. Um, and then I, I speak Spanish but my Spanish wouldn't be good and, and, theory, and in theory Russian. But my Russian definitely isn't very good. I did, comp- I did compare once in four languages, including Russian, which was really funny because there were some very rich Russian students. And my Russian isn't that great now, but I could speak enough and very confidently, and they got a real, real shock because no Russian will expect a British person to start talking to them in Russian. Where was that? It was an international gig. I think Camden, of four places. Wow. And they were all international students. So, you know, I spoke in German, spoke in French, spoke in Spanish, and then there was these Russians... And I just said something in Russian and it was, it was hilarious because Russians are always really like, oh my. I remember once in Edinburgh, this woman, this waitress, um, was slagging me off in Russian. So I said in Russian, I, I didn't know what she'd said, but I knew it was bad. I just said, what did you say? Are you Russian? And her face was just, she was horrified because she thought I'd understood. I hadn't. But I, I like gigging aboard. How did you because you gigged in Berlin, how did
0: you find that? Well I gigged in Berlin in English, like every English person should. <laughs> Go to another country, don't learn the language, just speak in English loudly. How
1: did you find it?
0: I found it fine. I mean I thought the audiences were really warm, really generous. I mean I've done a gig in Amsterdam and and um a couple of times, and, and that, that's always been fine as well, because the Dutch speak such great English. Well, they
1: speak better English than we do,
0: really. Um, so, but I've, uh, yeah, you know, and, and when the, those gigs I did in France, you know, they are all to expats. So, you know, I mean, it's always astounding. you Everywhere I go, I just, <laughs> I just gig in English.
1: Have you ever tried I, to gig I've in never, Spanish?
0: I've never... My Spanish isn't good enough. No way. You're half Spanish, and you... I, I, I'm, I'm appalled at you, Brister. Yeah, be appalled. Beer Paul. Okay. Yeah, I, I I mean my Spanish, oh my god, I'd be lucky to have a conversation really. But you know
1: what? It's really funny because some jokes in English, you can say them in English and they'll get a laugh in Germany, but if you translate them translate them into German, you won't get a laugh. Because of the language, it doesn't make they don't make sense or they sound too illogical. It's just weird.
2: Because it plays on words, and, and German rhythm. comics, yeah.
1: And often German comics actually prefer doing stand up in English. English is a much easier language to do stand up in than German. And I think there's a reason why stand-up originated in anglo-saxon countries basically because the language suits stand-up comedy
0: yeah i think there's a rhythm i think that's the, the whole thing about comedy. it doesn't work if they if the rhythm isn't there and, and, and
1: that's you, you know you can also say it in german you need to sometimes you need to put the, what's the last word which is the joke in theoretically in german you might need to put it towards the beginning of the sentence which kind of
0: yeah if you put the punchline at the beginning <laughs> of the reveal sentence, <laughs> and, yeah then, yeah and then so you do the setup
1: yeah it yeah, doesn't, doesn't
0: really work gonna, Do you know what? This has been a very. This has been. Usually, we've had lots to talk about. um, Yeah. Firstly, lots to talk about, and secondly, yeah, it's been almost quite serious. This is your influence, Raffle.
1: Yeah, Susie, you've created
0: some kind of like maturity and depth to this podcast, (laughs) which we don't normally have. Frankly, we never wanted. (laughs) Do you know what? I didn't want to come on it in the first (laughs) place. Screw you both. I'm only joking. Actually, put the
1: kettle on. She oh, couldn't no, get out the sofa, which was quite funny. But, um, you scared the cat. We, we haven't talked about films because we've all been very arty, including Susie. We've all been very arty. I don't know how much. I mean, how much longer do we want to do this uh, podcast? Oh, that's true. we're almost, almost to the end. Well, aren't we? we can
0: talk very briefly about films. I think what the films that we've picked do pretty much um, reflect our personalities. <laughs> so, Maureen, let's start with you and
1: your choice of film. Well, I, funnily enough, I went to see The Monuments Men. Why? George, George Clooney. Clooney <laughs> of course. <laughs> Literally, he, George Clooney could be doing a finger puppet show,
0: <laughs> and Maureen would be in the front row going, "Oh, look at George's finger puppets Can
1: I just say he looked gorgeous and it? Absolutely stunning. He looked like a Clark Gable. Um, it's all right, movie. It's been slagged off a bit. I think it's quite enjoyable, enjoyable, fun. It's about them wanting to save arts during the
0: World War Two, yeah, II. which
1: was interesting. Um, and I quite liked it. But of course, I was just basically you basically just ogling over George. Over George. <laughs> Who I suspect is probably a homosexual. Why?
0: I don't know. Just I've got nothing else to add to it. I thought I'd add that. When in doubt, just infer that somebody's gay. That's basically my...
1: um, Okay. uh,
0: Anyway, we'll talk about my film Okay, what because, did you go and see? Because weirdly, Ruffle is taking a picture She's of the a ninja. cat. She's ninja. She's so interested in the podcast. Some am of the weird cat porn is occurring next <laughs> to us. I don't want to go into it's it. It's not porn.
2: I was taking a picture of your cat. Whatever you say. <laughs> Lots of people want a picture of my pussy.
0: That is what I think. Yeah. <laughs> okay, oh, no, that. that was uncool for. Her. I'll edit that out. absolutely <laughs> disgusting. So I went to see Dallas Buyers Club um, with Matthew McConaughey and uh, Jared Leto. Yes, very good. Very good. Uh, actually, Matthew McConaughey was absolutely outstanding in it so is Jared the end okay.
1: um Susie so can you stop taking pictures of the cat and just add your two pennies worth um I saw um Wolf of Wall Street Wolf of Wall Street
0: I wanted you to say Wolf of Wolf Hall and then I thought oh, no I'm mixing no. up my Hilary Mantel's <laughs> and my Scorsese's and Wolf of Wall Street it's fantastic it's very long. It's like three hours or something. Yeah, but I was in Bristol and I had six hours to kill. So oh, that yeah, was really handy. <laughs> I'm glad you, you continued after <laughs> saying that because I thought you were just going to say, I was in Bristol. And like, <laughs> oh, right, of course. Cool, so you need to kill some time there. Um, and it was raining.
2: But no, it's fantastic. But it did make me want to go and have a crazy life where I spent loads of money and had a fast car. That's kind of not
0: what the message is. That's kind of the message, is you shouldn't want to do that have by the end the of film? the film. No, but no, I've read, I feel but like Scorsese that's and, and I saw Scorsese and what's his name? Um, Leonardo. Leonardo DiCaprio going, if you watch this film and you think that that is the lifestyle that you want, then you have misunderstood this film. But
1: many people think you're probably a crazy life because you're a stand up comic. Look, you're sitting here with us having a cup of tea.
0: A slice of cake. A bit though, of I cake. Though. Listen, I offered you a piece of apple cake, and let's not mention the mould that was on there. No, that,
1: that was... Uh, that's
0: well, listen, it's more than I get when I go round to your blinking flat.
1: That's true. But then I don't have any food for me either, so it's not like it's... What do
0: you eat, Maureen? I go
1: to a calf, I
0: don't I? it saves cooking. I can't, I just, I really want to just sit you <laughs> down. What is that show where they make you reassess your life? Is there a show? Well, <laughs> there's loads of them. Is it... <laughs> there's loads of them isn't oh, well I want you on one of those where somebody kind of goes right Maureen what we need to do is look at your diet look at what you're eating look at your diet and look what? at what you're eating even I wouldn't watch that no maybe not <laughs> but I, it's less about watching it and more about giving you a kick in the oh, I don't know well, in the derriere in the derriere well look we're at the end of this podcast it's been enlightening I think we've learnt a lot we've grown a lot um, and the cat the cat I haven't laughed that much this time
1: have I at all
0: no the energy's been low, I blame Ruffle. <laughs> the youth of today. The youth of today, bring, bringing the energy down. Well, anyway, we're, here, we're, we're leaving you on the sofa. It's a brown sofa this week. And uh, who knows what we'll be at the next podcast, because I'm moving house.
1: Oh, yeah, when are
0: you? And I'm going to Melbourne.
1: Oh, so it could be a while. We could, we might, could Skype it.
0: I might Skype them. And Cat, uh, do not drink my tea. Uh, right, Ruffles, we'll say goodbye. 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 Goodbye.